Welcome to the 105 Way Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia. And your co-host, JL. And on this episode, we have the lovely C. Imani Williams, author of Root Work. How are you, Imani? I am wonderful, Patricia. Thanks to you and Jason for having me on. Yes, yes. Thank you for being on the show. And you are our first, although we're now creating a website for Rec, but you were our first person to go through the somewhat Rec process. Uh, you actually were the primary um, person to conclude that the way we had it set up didn't work. <laughs> so, but we ultimately got it done and had a wonderful, wonderful um, audio book in the end. So I want to thank we you did. for. I want to thank you for dealing with the, you know, I think there were times where you recorded and you were, and you sent it in and I'm like, it didn't say if you got to re-record it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you were extremely patient. Uh, so I do want to thank you for that, you know, a lot. I really want to thank, thank you. you. I want to thank um, both of you as well. It was, it was my first experience. Um, and, you know, there were ups and downs, but at the end, I was so very satisfied and uh, it felt really good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do for a living, and how the idea of writing came to mind. Yes. Um, I hail from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I'm currently in Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been here it'll be six years, July 1st. I came here from LA. And um, I've been writing for a long time, all, of, all my life. Um, I got my first writing award um, in fifth grade for a short story. And um, off of that, I was invited to um, read my story in front of the school population and then for an evening performance for parents. And then um, down to Detroit City Council where I shared yet again and received a key to the city. Um, writing has just always been my safe space. It's been a way for me to express myself. Um, I was definitely a little black girl who was um, charged with bringing home progress reports um, so that my citizenship could be monitored. So I was one that that talked a lot, got got good grades, but always had a lot to say. And so writing became a way for uh, for me to uh, stay off punishment. <laughs> basically. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. And so um, love Detroit, by the way. It's you know, Thank you. Li- living in um, Northwest Ohio uh, for about 12 years. I've been to Detroit. I used to go probably like twice a month. So I mean, it, it you know, for all those years. So Detroit is I just love Detroit. Love it. Yeah. Very underrated yeah. city. Definitely, definitely. I always rep for my hometown. People have a lot to say about Detroit. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, tell us a little bit more about your book, Root Work. Um, Root Work, Triumph Over Trauma is a culmination of ooh, several years. Um, I really got into the start of it during grad school where I was in a writing program at Antioch University in Los Angeles. Um, a couple of pieces came from there directly and then you know everything else was built on from there. 
Um, and it includes poetry, short stories, and uh, my favorite, the personal essay. I'm an essayist by trade. Um, I like that. I like op-eds. I like giving my opinion. I like sharing my story. It will help someone. I just always believe that. Um, I found some of my answers that I was looking for on my search of uh, my healing journey um, in books, you know, from people who had gone through similar. Um, and I knew that I wanted a very distinct voice, unapologetic, um, a little raw. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> um, and, and real, you know, no, no fluff. Yeah. And uh, what were some struggles that you had when coming up with all the concepts of your books? I know you said it's poetry, short stories, a little bit about you. What, what were some struggles you had? Um, really how to categorize everything because that is a lot to put into um, 130 something pages. It really is. Um, and so I was really wondering how the flow was gonna go. Should I have all the poetry um, at the forefront and maybe the essays and short stories at the back? And, and in the end, I ended up mixing it up. So you get, a, you get all of it through four chapters. Um, but that was my struggle for people who are used to kind of doing straight reads of poetry or, or essays or short stories. And thank you for asking that because um, someone that has had the book for a minute um, asked me, like, had I thought about discussing what the process for readers should be from this? Um, you know, Jason, we went back and forth on, uh, you know, the trigger warning. I felt very strongly that a trigger warning should be um, on, the, on the back cover because I didn't want to trigger anyone unknowingly. I think it is fair if you're going to be raw and unapologetic that you still have respect for your readership. Um, and it's a lot, you know, it is a lot. And that particular person is, is, is very dear to me. And she said, you know what? Um, I, I didn't finish it. I am going to finish it, but I had, I had to breathe. Um, and, and it's kind of the same thing with my daughter. Um, <laughs> she's like, mama, I, I absolutely am not listening to the audio version. I cannot hear you talk about <laughs> sex. And, and I'm like, are we approved or what here? You know, um, I'm human. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but really I want, I want to give everybody the space they need to take it in. Um, there will be a workbook coming. I think that that is, is, is needed with this for people to kind of break it down. Um, and then also for people who want to write on their own creatively um, to know that it's okay. You can stray from whatever um, the rules are that, that you think are out here and do your thing. Because at the, in the end, I knew that I wanted short stories, poetry and personal essays. And, and I stuck to that. It was just laying it out was the struggle. Yeah, and of course, my favorite version of your book is going to be the audio. And even when we had uh, someone reach out to us recently about needing a narrator with a strong voice, a Black woman with a strong voice, you are the first person that I thought about because you have so much energy when you deliver your piece that it is just, that. you know, I mean, again, 
not not bashing your your print or ebook option, but for our listeners, you have got to listen to her audio book option because it is it is just amazing. Like you feel like you're in a room, you're just sitting in a chair. It's a dark room, and it's just C. Imani on stage, just bringing that heat. So I, I really, really love your energy. Thank so you. you had, as far as the audiobook, this was your first audiobook ever, right? That is correct. Now, what do you think about, and this is something I always tell people, one of the things I love about recording is that it's another way to edit. So while you were reading, did you find that too, that you read certain parts and because you read it aloud, you noticed, you know what, maybe I should tweak that or maybe I should, did you notice that? Absolutely. There were a lot of takes over here. Takes, three takes you don't even know about. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you get to pay attention um, and become more in tune with where you want your reflections to go, um, where you want to hit higher, you want to soften up a little bit, um, and you get to do all of that with the mic in front of you, you know, and hear that playback and hear where you kind of need to go in and just kind of tweak it a bit. Absolutely. Would you say that you were hard on yourself when recording your, your audio book? Yes, I would. Yes, I absolutely would. Um, there was there were some some stories, um, some parts in particular. Um, Twin Let comes to mind. That was very difficult for me to read. Um, um, it just it, it it I had to like pull myself out, gather my thoughts, collect myself, and come back. Um, sometimes I had to take five or ten minutes. And, and get myself together. Um, I think part of that is, you know, you can think that you are, are, are done with reliving everything, but it just, it, it brought it, it brought it back really hard. And um, I had to catch my breath a few times on that one. That one and Legacy of a Love Betrayed. Mm, yeah. 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 And, and, and you could hear the, again, not just the energy, but even the pain where the pain was needed you know, in the book where it was, it was, it was essential to let the listener know why this must, this much energy, this much pain and sadness was needed to be portrayed so deeply. Like you did a really good job at, at, at putting us in essentially how you felt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, again, you, you all got to, you got to listen to the audio book again, if, <laughs> if you like to read physical books, that's fine, but you get, you get the audio book too. So one of the things you brought up was as far as how difficult it was to get through those particular parts of your book. And so there are people that we have spoken to who that pain, that trauma that they have gone through is causing them to not finish their book because it is just too difficult for them to bear. It's like they're reliving it again. So they don't want to finish it. So our next question, what's some advice that you have for someone, not just who doesn't know where to begin and wants to be an author, but that person who has started or who has, who was thinking about starting, 
but it's like, yeah, this is just too deep for me to even put this on paper. Um, I would say to trust the process, to be gentle with yourself, to take your breaks as needed. Um, and that was another thing that I, that I appreciated was that I didn't feel like I was under a gun with 105 publishing. Like, you know, I, this, this deadline is hard. You got it. You, you got it. You got to adhere to it. And if you don't, it's going to be a problem. Um, I take my hat off to you all um, for having that, just that, 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 that empathy for the writing that is going on and what people are trying to share. Um, this is a difficult topic. It is a hard topic. It is a difficult um, platform for many people to step to, even though they know that they have a story in them, you know? Um, and again, so this was a long, a long process. It's like, a, you know, going back to stories that were started in 2008, 2009. Um, and the other thing that I did was that um, in some places I was still writing. Now that part I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend anybody do. You, have your, you need to have your manuscript completed to your liking um, before taking on an audio project. So I was in I was in the midst of both. We got it done, but I think that um, an easier way to do it is to make sure that your manuscript is is where you need it to be before going to the mic. I like that advice, and I also like that you said it's okay to take a break because this is a healing process. Mm -hmm. it, when you're writing and when you're putting all the trauma you ex you've experienced onto pen and paper or on into your manuscript, it's, it's a, a way for you to heal. So mm -hmm. um, I think just my personal opinion, those who are listening that have a trauma um, experience that you want to put in book form, it's best not to have a date, a goal, mm -hmm. a goal date, because mm -hmm say that date is approaching and you're trying to hurry up and get your manuscript done, but you're reliving this trauma experience and now you're rushing right. when you really need to take a break. So I really Definitely. like that you, you said that. Yeah, and, and trust the process and trust your feelings. And if, if you feel like you need to step away, step away. It'll be there when, it, you, know, when you come back, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then do you have any other books that you're, I know you talked about the workbook, but any other books that you're, you know, that you may have uh, that are, that are coming out or you want them to come out? Well, that I'm working on manuscript is, is nowhere near finished, but the next book is going to be, I don't, right now the working title is fired again. Um, and I'm really going to kind of go over um microaggressions on the job, the workplace microaggressions, um, and my experiences with those. And gosh, I've been fired so many times. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and so, I, you know, in my mind's eye, I see fired again and three explanation points, you know, because it's, 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 it's serious. And 
Um, I don't I don't see that changing for um, a lot of the workforce um, because oftentimes there are, are, are bullies at the head um, and that's what they do. And it's part of systematic racism and and all of that. And, and it needs to be addressed. Um, have no idea how how that one is going to um, how it's all going to come together because it's a lot. We're talking about. 35 years of <laughs> and the first one was 1986 so you know that's a, that's a lot of years a lot of jobs yeah and and still a lot a lot to pick through um but I, I do believe it's another story worth worth telling and I want to do something um more along the lines of cultural criticism um to date I think four men have purchased my book, only four. Um, and I think that more should be, more should be reading it um, because we need four men, uh, brothers in particular, to understand that they also have a right to, to heal. Um, and their story may not be mine, but it may be similar or, or, or maybe quite different, but they still have that right to heal. Well, let, let me say I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to that book because I'm, I'm sure you've heard this. The, they're calling it the Great Resignation, which we were part of since since COVID. I don't know what the numbers are at now, but these are the most people that have quit their jobs in the history of, I guess, the United States. People I can believe are, it. I mean, people are just leaving, mm -hmm. just figuring out how to just do what they love, or this is giving them the motivation to do what they love. And they're like, you know, I don't, I don't have to deal with this, you know, Jim Crow of a boss, which I had, I don't have mm -hmm. to deal with this, you know, and especially with us being in law enforcement, you know, it, it, it was a whole different conversation because you saw many people who didn't look like us enforcing mm -hmm. these laws on mm -hmm. people who look like us. So yeah. that was a, a huge motivation to, to leave. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. You're going to do an audio book, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. That brings us to our last question. What have you loved most about being part of the 105 family? Let me tell you. Um, the 105 family is amazing. Um, what you all accomplish, um, the professionalism, the open communication, um, amazing, amazing. And Patricia, um, I would be remiss if I, if I did not shout out your, your formatting skills. I mean, <laughs> on the case, you hear me? Just on the case. Just that's what I that's that's what I get. Just about taking care of business. That's my yeah. mama taking care yeah. of business. Yes, yes. Um, so really, honestly, the the communication, the flow. Um, I could I could expect a DM from Jason saying, "Okay, that was cool," or um, "Could you run that back?" You know, no, and no problem because the communication was on. There were there, there, there were no surprises. That was the biggest thing. There were no surprises. Um, I knew what to expect. I I knew what you were looking for. 
because you told me. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I wanted to deliver. I wanted to deliver. And so it just, it was a well-rounded experience. And I feel very blessed to not only have had assistance with the print and ebook, which had to be formatted, but to to just have that experience with that with that audio book. That was amazing. It was just an amazing experience. And so, um, you know, as I'm marketing my my courses, um, my creative writing courses, and um, you know, I'm telling people because it is, it is absolutely for real. Like you need a professional editor. You need a professional uh, book formatter. You need a professional proofreader. All, all, all of these. And you may think you got it because I thought I had some things and I got shit. <laughs> you know i'm transparent about that i don't know everything i have to be teachable on some things too but i knew after two weeks of sitting down with that format and i almost drove myself crazy i said jason i need a i, I need a format he said, I got somebody for you it's just good and he didn't lie <laughs> he did not lie uh, yes so yeah. uh, an amazing experience and yes. I, I thank you all so much yeah, she she's actually the one who who puts a majority of our books together. So, um, very creative and and very uh, she she's just great with just learning new things. And so formatting was something that at one point in time we had someone to primarily do that, but we were just yeah, like, oh, Patricia got it. She yeah, got it. <laughs> got it. Yes. Thank you so much. You're really very welcome. And I haven't forgot about your idea of teaching formatting or even offering like a one-on-one if yeah. someone's interested in doing their own thing on the side so I haven't forgot you'll about be great. that great you'll be great I'm telling you just keep rising queen just keep rising <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> well listen um we really want to thank you for being on the show can you let our listeners know one more time the title of your book, where they can find it, and then also where they can find you? Absolutely. Um, the title of the book is Root Work, Triumph Over Trauma. Um, and I am Siamani Williams all across so- social media. And they can find the book at siamaniwilliams.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Well, I love you. signing hardcovers so they can, you know, get your, get your orders in there. Absolutely. Yes. And let's yeah, and heal. definitely check out that audio book too. And check out the audio book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We always go and push that. And we're, we are working on, cause, and I, and I, we talk about this as far as different places to travel to and have events. Mm-hmm. I think I told you this before. I, I'm like in love with Henderson, Nevada. I've been there one time. Uh, to, that's where the, the hotel I stayed at was when okay. I did go visit a few years back. And I was just like, man, this looked like a we made it neighborhood. Like it, <laughs> and, and just going around, I'm like, and then you get the views of Vegas. I'm like, this is just, I mean, I was in love. So we are looking at events in Nevada. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So when we are at one, we will definitely let you know. Please do. Absolutely. This has been the 105 Way Podcast. You can tune in on Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Talk to you soon.